0: Why does the healing take so long? Does it feel like you're still spinning out and out? Does it feel like you can't get past the rumination phase? Does it feel like you can't get past your toxic ex? Does it feel like you can't figure out how do I move on? How do I get back to how I was? How do I move on faster? How do I heal? A lot of times people get stuck in these type of relationships, in toxic, narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopath relationships, and it messes up so much of your life that you get to the place that you're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to heal. And talking with people on a day-to-day basis, there's, I, I normally say there's two types of people that come to me when in regards of healing. There's the people that come up and they show up and they want the, the Burger King healing. They want to have it your own way. Let me have it fast. Let me have it quick. Let me have fast food healing. They want to go through the drive through pick up their box of healing, and continue on life just as fast as what they were before. The problem is, a lot of times with these type of people, they want a quick fix. Partly because of our society, partly because of our culture. They want a quick fix, and they want it to happen now. And they want that healing to be Instantaneous typically they're coming through and they're asking all these questions and be like, yep, I've done that. Yep. I'll do that. Yep. I'll do this. Yep. And they just try to check a bunch of boxes saying like, I'm healed. I'm better. And then they walk away from it. And a month later, six months later, they come back and they're like, I wasn't ready. I didn't realize that I wasn't working on myself. I was just trying to move by it. I was just trying to move past it as fast as possible. Like I said, there's two types. The second type is people that are willing to come in and do the work. Now, these are different because they're not just jumping at everything. They're trying to process. They're slowing down and understanding, hey, this process is going to be a journey. It is going to take time. You can't get frustrated with it. You can't get flustered with it. You can't get to the place that you're so impatient. That you just want to speed it up or get to the place where you're like all fixed and all better. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes people ask me, they're like, what's the, the time limit? Like, how long do I need to heal? Like, what's the, the ratio? And there's not one. There's not a good system that says, hey, you've been in the relationship six months. Now it's going to take you six months to heal. It doesn't work that way. If anything, it's probably doubled at times of six months. Now it's a year. But again, there's no concrete way to be able to say, hey, this is what it is. The problem with people and and their perspective of it is sometimes wanting to get back to a state that they were once at. They might be going through those motions of feeling guilt and feeling shame about everything that's happened. And they're just like, how do I get past this as quick as possible? Maybe it's guilt that they were in that relationship for such a long period of time. Maybe it's guilt because of the pieces of themselves that they lost inside that relationship. Maybe it's guilt because things they did in that relationship violated their own boundaries and their own self-conscious. Maybe it's shame because they don't want to tell their family, I was in an abusive relationship. Maybe it's shame because they don't want to tell their friends, like, hey, I was in an abusive relationship and I, I, I knew it at year one and I stayed four more years or five more years. And oftentimes all these ideas and thoughts limit people to be at a place that they're not going to actually open up and actually do the work to work on themselves and how they're going to heal, how they're going to grow, how they're going to change. So a lot of times guilt and shame will have people hide that and will try to move away from it, to try to ignore it, to try to box it up in one sense. A lot of times you have people that want to hide the pain and they want to hide that aspect and they want to kind of shove it down. Typically with this, you have people that want to heal, that just want to move on quickly. They want to get to the next thing. They want to just say, hey, like, that's over. I'm just going to move on. I'll get with someone new that'll help fix me, that'll help fix the problem, and life will just continue. And so they get into another relationship. And as they get into that relationship, they start realizing, wow, I still have a lot of triggers going back to the first relationship. They, they, I still have a lot of anxiety when this person says this, when this person does this, and all these different types of things. And oftentimes when they get into a new relationship, it ends up breaking them up because of the fact that they haven't done any of the previous work with the old healing. And as a result, people get into a regular relationship and they end up thinking it's too boring. And they walk away because it doesn't have the same adrenaline that they had with the narcissist. Or sometimes they will end up walking away out of their own insecurities because the healing process hasn't happened. Well, what I want to tell you today is the aspect of who you are today and who you were before the narcissist is never going to be the same. It's never going to go back to who you were. And for some people, you're like, well, that sounds awful. It sounds like I'm like never going to be healed. No what I'm saying is who you were in the past before before the narcissist you knew that self-confident that that great person that you were like very happy with and who you are now seems completely different. You seem broken down, frustrated, like I can't get out of this loop. I'm stuck in this like I'm I'm sick and tired of like this stupid healing process that I'm not getting anywhere because you just want to get back to that. This that version of you no longer exists. Okay? I'm not saying that you can't build self-confidence back, but I'm saying that version of you that wasn't aware, that didn't understand narcissism, that didn't understand the abuse that you were in, that didn't understand everything that transpired until now, is not the person you are today. But the person you can be is so much different than the person you are today. I think one of the hardest things that people do is they latch on to, I was like this, I have to be like this again you could probably be better than what you were before. You could probably heal farther or go farther than what you've done in the past. Because now you have more of awareness of what's actually going on, of who you actually are, of what you've been through, of the self-work that you need to do, but only if you take the time to do it. For the people that don't want to reflect on the past, and then change the idea of where am I going in the future, a lot of times they're doomed just to repeat the past and to continue that same cycle. The same thing when they get into another relationship, when they think, hey, this new relationship is going to fix me, so I'm just going to jump into the next one. They get to the place that they start realizing, wait a second, it's not. And sometimes people get into a cycle where they start being with narcissist after narcissist after narcissist because they're always looking for that same validation and feeling that they had with that first person. So where do you fall on the healing scale? Where do you fall in your journey of healing? Do you want the quick grab-and-go healing? Do you want healing that's going to take time? That's going to be vulnerable? That's going to be honest? It's going to be real? And it's going to be raw? When I work with people one-on-one on a day-to-day basis, I try to work with people to get down below the surface and say, Hey, we need to see what's real. We need to see what's really down there, the truth of the situation, because the truth is the only thing that's going to set you free from that narcissistic relationship, from that rumination, from that toxicity that you know is there, but you still want to go back. That trauma bond that's been formed, and that's what I work with people on one-on-ones on on a day-to-day basis to try to help them break free and to get away from that. But that healing takes time, and that healing is not easy. If you get out of a toxic relationship and you've been beaten down and broken and a couple months later you're like, all healed, all better, all good to go, you're probably lying to yourself and you're probably just jumping into another relationship to try to heal and solve another wound that's already there. And I would say, get help, get into therapy, get a coach, work with someone to try to work on your healing, growth, and change. Have you guys heard about buffaloes and cows? Okay, so... Cows, whenever they get scared, so think of this like out west with thunderstorms and stuff that come across the plains. Cows, when they get scared, they run away from what scares them. You have like stampedes, things like that. Something that startles them, they run away from. You have buffalo on the other hand, that when they get scared, they actually run towards whatever scared them. So note to yourself, if you scare buffalo, be careful, they're probably gonna come after you, okay? Not the point of the story. With that, what you have is imagine the idea of a thunderstorm. So you have a thunderstorm coming across the plains and you have a cow that's sitting here, okay? And as the thunderstorm comes, it's lightning and thunder, the cow starts running away from it. And as a result, the thunderstorm's faster than the cow, so the cow's gonna be in the thunderstorm for a while. Then you have that same thunderstorm that happens and you've got the buffalo. And the buffalo ends up running straight towards the storm. And what it does is it actually minimizes the time that they're in the storm you want healing, you want growth, you want change, run towards the pain. Run towards the work that you have to do on a day-to-day basis saying, I got to get real with this stuff. I got to get real with what happened. I got to get real with what transpired. I got to get real and view the facts of the situation because a lot of times people don't want to view that. A lot of times they want to look back on the relationship and be like, it wasn't that bad. Really? You almost died when you were in that relationship. You almost got abused beyond recognition. You almost got messed up so much that you don't know how to process things afterwards. You don't know how to think straight. You don't know how to process stuff. You don't, have to, you don't know how to have that self-confidence. You have to get real with what's going on first. If you don't get real, you can't grow, heal, and change because there's no foundation to build it on. That's what I do with one-on-ones. And when I'm trying to work with people is get real with who you are. And journal. Write down what's actually true. Journal what you remember in the relationship and make sure that it's valid because so often you've been gaslit in that relationship. You've been lied to. You've been manipulated from the narcissist that's trying to put all these different thoughts and feelings and thoughts on you. When it comes down to it, you know your truth. Focus on that. Focus on the truth of the situation because the truth is what's going to set you free. I hope that helps. I hope that gives you a little idea. But when it comes down to it, minimize your time in that pain. Minimize the time that you're healing not because you're running so fast to get healing, not because you're running away from the pain, but you're running towards it. You're running through it. And when you face the facts, when you face the truth of the situation, that's what will set you free. What we see day after day, time after time, is people that come in and they work with healing, they work with change, they work with coaching, of working on that. They get to the place where their healing is going through a process, and all of a sudden it just kind of like clicks. And all of a sudden like ramps up. Because they acknowledged and viewed their life based on the truth. And when you view life based on the truth, you start to push away all the fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt that the narcissist has put on you. And you start to live a life that's true and free living in the truth of reality and not the false reality that the narcissist put you in.